And I think like it's not it doesn't do them favors that there's so much like their superhero fatigue is is a real thing now. Like is a real thing, yes. You know, it's basically like an illness at this point. Like we're all suffering from it. Um, <laughs> 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 we've, all, we've, we've, we've all got the disease of super, superhero that. superhero fatigue, man. But uh, <laughs> but essentially, it doesn't help them because like a lot of the stuff they're doing is we've already we've kind of already seen it and seen it done better. Like even Doctor Fate's um, illusionary thing, it's like. Doctor Strange does it better, man. Like, you know, mate, hundred percent. That was the thing. Like, okay, this was cool with you flying around, but Doctor Strange, it looked better with him and Spider Man running around in those Inception-like worlds. Um, That's right. Yeah. Can I also just flow on from that because I felt so many of these characters are just characters we've seen before, like Adam Smasher. Is he like Ant Man? He just grows big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is Hawkman just Falcon? Hello and welcome back to another episode of D54. I'm Amit and I'm joined by the demigod of podcasting himself. <laughs> it's far too generous, but I'll accept it. Joined <laughs> <laughs> by Sunny Man, of course. Um, hey, everyone. Hey, and we're reviewing, oof, we're reviewing Black Adam. The, yep, the, the, the rock's big introduction to the superhero world, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Long awaited. Yeah, longer waited. I don't know if it's much anticipated. Probably in a way. Um, yeah, everything with the Rock is probably much anticipated with his sort of fan base. <laughs> True. But look, man, like let's just start. Let's start with the Rock. Like that's that's probably the biggest draw for me. I'm assuming, yeah. or I'm thinking it might be for you as well. But yeah. um, just straight off the bat, man, what did you? I guess what were your expectations coming in with the Rock from what you've seen of him recently, um, yeah. and how were they? sort of met or not met or what were you think what did you think about the rocking as black adam yeah look i think the two things that firstly come to mind is i never kind of expect some you know acting masterclass from the rock whenever i see him in a movie i know what i'm gonna get from the rock it's usually some stoic character who's got some deadpan humor and is playing you know some sort of knight in shining armor sort of thing um, so I wasn't expecting something kind of revolutionary from him in terms of an acting performance. But the second thing I was really curious about was, can he carry a movie on his own? Cause I feel like he's always alongside co-stars who are really funny, or great actors themselves who kind of vibe off him really well. And he plays off them really well. So I was going to be, I was really interested to see whether he could kind of carry this film as basically the main draw card for this. Um, in terms of whether those expectations are realized, I think he does a good job, to be honest. Like he doesn't give you anything more than you expect. He delivers what the audience needs of him. He is this big macho superhero guy who's pretty deadpan in his humor, very stoic looking, brooding character. He doesn't have any emotional outbursts that are beyond the rock's acting range. It's pretty like par for course what you expect from the rock. And in terms of kind of carrying the film as a lead, lead actor i think he does a good job i have a lot of criticisms of this film and none of them relate to the <laughs> rock he is pretty passable in this role and rock fans will be happy with what he has to do in this film i think yeah interesting i i think he's got a lot of range and i was actually quite impressed by him in this movie yeah? to be completely honest yeah yeah because because i think no you're right about him um being alongside other stars but like you know I think most recently he was in the Jumanji series. And like yeah. Was, well, I think like Kevin Hart's in there, Jack Black's in there, like yep. Karen Gillian. It's a pretty stacked cast, but so yeah. is this. 
Yeah, um, true. You know, and but he does sort of carry his own. One thing about all his sort of roles he's done before, especially the stuff he's done with Kevin Hart, which seems to be a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's, the thing I like about The Rock is he's the kind of um, action star who's not afraid to sort of make fun of himself. Uh, yeah. You know, that's something you really didn't just see back in like, you know, the day. Uh, you know, even though he's apparently got a huge ego, but look, man, he resurrected that freaking Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, it is what it is today because of him and a lot of um, yeah. Jason Statham. Okay. Like, so their banter, their back and forth was great. But in terms of like this movie, Black Adam, I thought he was did a pretty good job because he was more deadpan than even that. Like he's really, yeah. really, he's flat. Um, and not yeah, in like he a is. bad way. He's not wooden. Um, but he's very sort of contained, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he's such a charming character. Like he's, everything he's in, you just yeah, draw to him because of, he's so charming, but he's, he's dialed very charismatic. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, his sense of humor, like the style I got from this movie particularly, and I talked a little bit about the criticism here in this one, is like he's being like Drax. Funny that that's another um, wrestler, Batista, yeah. in the Guardians movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, basically he's like Drax, but the reason why Drax works, uh, for me at least personally, I didn't find the comedy great in this. Um, love to get your take on that because I know we differ on comedy sometimes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> in terms of... This one, it didn't work because it wasn't The Rock's fault. I think the supporting actors around him just were nothing. Like, you know, Pierce Bosman does a pretty decent job. Um, you know, he's just being a charming British James Bond kind of guy. Uh, so he's, <laughs> he's pretty good. But in terms of, like, at least in The Guardians, you have, like, you know, you have Rock of Raccoon making wisecracks. You have Peter Quill, you know, acting silly. Um, yep. Then you've got Mantis doing what she's doing. So you've got yeah. a lot of variety there. And this one is just, like, him and the, I think the kid dynamic worked well, but that was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I was pretty impressed by The Rock in this. And yeah, I have a lot of criticism too, but The Rock is not one of them. Um, yeah. I thought he was great. And look, he it definitely paid off because this movie made a crap ton of money, man. Like, you know, I think it's, look at, the, look at it here, budget of $200 million. It made back $384 million. And I'm... I've got a feeling like, that's got to do The Rock. <laughs> that, yeah, it obviously proves that he's got a huge appeal to the audience, right? Just putting his name on a thing will just bring people in automatically, yeah. which is probably what you needed for a character like this who isn't well-known yeah. in the superhero world. Like, I, I'd never heard of Black Adam before, to be honest, and I don't know how much of, like, how important he is in the DC hierarchy, mm. but if you're going to, my sense is it's not a hugely popular character and so you need a big draw card like The Rock make it happen and it yeah, seems like this has been a real passion project for the rock as well right so he's oh. obviously put in a lot to make this happen and that his commitment definitely shines through in this film yeah no i think i think the rock wants to be known as a franchise resurrector after what he did with the fast and furious as i said before yeah. that's probably why he's so keen to go on the dc side more rather than the marvel side ah, interesting they, they need resurrection like he raced like like he was resurrected um, <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah, on that man, like the, the dude's a wrestler. I, I I've got I've got to give him all the all the respect. He's not a you know hundred percent. He's he's come from a very humble background. And to see what he's done in today's age to become like basically, you know, at one time he was maybe the biggest star in Hollywood, I think he was the biggest draw card that there was. And that's a huge deal for somebody that was basically just throwing his body around and um being super charismatic there. So yeah, 
super, super impressed by him, man. I've got nothing to respect for The Rock. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Like he is, I've loved him ever since as a wrestler, right? And I love all of his films as mm. well. And you mentioned something about ego stuff, which I'm not entirely aware of, but he's got a pretty good record, like a pristine record yeah. in terms of public perception as far as I'm aware. Like he's a li- well-liked yeah. guy, doesn't court like a whole lot of controversy, but yeah. But that's just based on my very limited knowledge of pop culture. But yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't heard of anything major, like outside yeah. of his, you know, movies and stuff like that and his wrestling yeah. stuff. But yeah, you're right. Like he was definitely dedicated to this movie. He was out there promoting it and everything like that. So good on yeah. him, like, you know, for taking that on himself. Yeah. Uh, but um, let's get into some of the more negatives starting off already. The, <laughs> the, um, the, st- this the story and stuff like that, man, with this movie, like we'll intertwine the characters and stuff like that. But mm. yeah, like I don't know if this movie was a failure just from the fact that just from the start of the movie. Um I did think it had some kind of interesting premise, but when you have a hero like this that's so overpowered, that's yeah. you know, godlike, I think that itself is a pretty big it's just hard to create much with that character. This, yeah, where's the stake perfect. in this, right? Yeah, you're right. And that's just this consistent question I had throughout. But um, what did you think, man, about sort of the way this, like the pacing and stuff, the first half versus the second half? Yeah. Um, Look, I, what do you think, make of those stuff? Yeah. I, my, like the movie moves pretty quickly from one thing to the next. And mm-hmm. maybe that's a good thing because I feel like it's a pretty flimsy plot and is not a whole lot of substance to it. So you just need to keep overwhelming the audience with just CGI, yeah. like chaos the whole time. But this plot, I had no interest in it basically for, for the whole duration of the movie, to be honest. What I felt was that there's a whole lot of missed opportunities in this film to explore really interesting ideas. Like the opening sequence of him, the rock and his son in that ancient Kandak place, right? Where the king is ruling 2000 years ago or whatever. Like that was shot fairly visually in a unique way, right? With this monochrome color. um, And, you know, you had the blue glowing Eternium or whatever that mineral was. and instead of kind of living in that world for like 15, 20 minutes, you just had an exposition dump for the yeah. first 15 minutes, right? And I was like, if this city is meant to be such a big part of this plot, this city that is meant to be great and has been always oppressed, why don't you just spend some more time in that place, flesh it out, really develop the rock and his son's dynamic a little bit such that when his son dies, you oh. kind of feel the pain a little bit. Um, so, like, I just thought that was a missed opportunity to build some character and bu- do some world building. Um, and then I thought there was just all of these characters thrown in that I have no understanding of who they are or what they what their role is. And it kind of uses them as a central part of this story to have an emotional hook. But I just can't find myself caring because I don't know who they are and why, what they're fighting for or what their motivations are. It's not to say that the actors were bad or that the characters themselves were bad. They just weren't given any time to be fleshed out. And yeah. so, again, just another missed opportunity. Um, and so even if you had a really generic plot, you could have kind of elevated it in terms of world building and interesting characters, but it just felt flat because that flimsy plot couldn't be resurrected by interesting kind of backstories or anything like that. So, yeah, I just felt like there was a lot of missed opportunities in this, man, um, and no. disappointing in that way because 
I don't know, maybe we expect a lot of superhero films. I don't expect too much, but this just mm. didn't deliver for me in terms of even minimum expectations. But I'd be interested to hear your thoughts, dude. Yeah, like um, I definitely agree with you on the character side of things. I was At times I was like, is this a Black Adam movie or is this like a Justice League or Justice Society movie? Because I was <sighs> like, why, why am I being taken out of Black Adam's, inter- you said interesting start. Yeah, I also agree. Interesting start. And then even his intro was kind of interesting. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There's this battle for this crown and there's all this stuff happening. And then you just cut and you go to these, you know, it's just Random. society people. And I'm like, what? Okay, Pierce Brosman, I recognize you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, I, re- I mean, I recognize you, the actor, not the character. I've got no idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, who this guy is. But yeah, I was like, that really took me out of it just from a momentum standpoint. I was like, yeah. what? Also, the Justice Society kind of suck. Like, I mean, like, I was, I just, I just didn't like them much. Like, in general, like, you know, they're meant to be the just society. And then, like, I think when there's one time when, um, the, um, the mother character, Adriana, she, um, she asked, like, you know, you guys are just society. This is the first time we're seeing you. You show up when, you know, we've been oppressed for so many years and the, they have no answer. It's no. just like, I'm like, <laughs> what? Can I just like spitball from that as well? Like first, it never explains who the Justice Society is. Like no. has it ever been discussed in any DC movie? Uh, I'm not across DC very much, but this is the first I've heard of them. No one understands who this Hawkman character is no. and what his backstory is. Him and Dr. Fate apparently have some close friendship. No. <laughs> what? Like, I have no understanding of why they're so enamored with one another or feel like they have mm-hmm. such a deep bond. And then you have two side characters, oh. that Atom Smasher and Cyclone. Who that, Who are they? It's I've got no issues with the actors and their performances, oh. but they're just kind of slotted in for no reason and add nothing to the plot. I'm 100% yeah. sure if you took them out, you would not miss them. And yeah. I feel bad for the actors because it's not their fault. It's just they were given nothing to work with. But just I feel yeah. like that is such a fundamental failing. I can't even forgive that, that you introduce mm. characters with no context and no explanation for who they are. And suddenly yeah. it's this Hawkman character having all of these intense discussions with The Rock about what it means to be a hero and why it's mm-hmm. wrong to kill but who is Hawkman to be having this? It's not like Captain America, who we know is this really noble guy who is believes that no lives Mm -hmm. should be sacrificed even for the greater good. Like I I have no emotional connection to what Hawkman is saying, even if I agree with him philosophically, I just felt like that was, I I can't believe that happened to be honest, that you just introduce characters with no backstory at all. No, I completely agree. I was like, I mean, yeah, I had the same Captain America reference. I was like, okay, so you're like Captain America, but one, you know, it took like what three, two movies for Captain America to become Captain America and be accepted yeah. as that. We just meant to accept you for who yeah. you are um, because you say so. I completely agree with the relationship between Fate and um, his name is Fate. Fate and Hawkman. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, you guys are close. Is this something I'm meant to know about? <laughs> um, okay, fine. You guys are close. I'll move on. Two other characters. You're right. I, man, they, every time they're on screen, I was like, why? Like, are you just there for CGI? Like, is that, is that the purpose of this? Are we, are we just meant to see you spinning around in circles and one person get huge? And that, that's all. Um, I guess Atom was meant to kind of be the comedic relief, but it fell flat for me. It, I, it, I did. it felt, yeah, it fell flat, 100%. Yeah, it, it just didn't work. I think they were trying to build up. Also, I didn't think they had the greatest chemistry. Um, no. Cyclone and um, Adam, it just felt like it was two people just reading from a script. It just didn't feel that close. Maybe no, because it was it a time spent. 
or something like that. But it was like, I was like, I was really struggling because I really wanted to see more of The Rock and what he was going through. And yeah. you're right, like, he presents a lot of good questions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's not, one, anti-hero is always interesting because, you know, you're like, I'm not a hero. And he explores that a little bit. But then what's what's his stake? What's his position now? What's he going to do? Actually, yeah. the day, I don't know what exactly his goal was at the end. He sort of came back and, um, yeah, he was just around. <laughs> you know, yeah. he was targeted. A hundred percent. Like I assume that part of his appeal is meant to be he's the savior of conduct, but I don't really yeah. feel like he cared about the city that much. He just wanted to no. defeat the evil villain guy. It wasn't like I'm doing this for conduct or anything. Like he's the champion of conduct. No. I, I didn't get that vibe. Can I also just, yeah. you made a good point about him being an anti-hero, and I just want to touch on the fact that mm. I think that is a hundred percent one of the aims of this movie that he's meant to be maybe this morally ambiguous guy, mm. right? He's not a straight Superman type character who is noble beyond yep. reproach but i never felt like he was ever a like a morally complex character yeah he goes and uh, kills some people in that intergang or what that mercenary group yeah but he's basically just killing bad guys who attacked him first he's not doing anything yep. like morally dubious he's not and so i never bought yep. into that idea of him being a really morally ambiguous or gray character like aside from the initial scenes where you know he is resurrected and he goes to town on all of these characters all these intergang evil goons where he feels genuinely menacing and like he might unleash hell on everyone but after that he almost is very obviously after that a good guy like he starts having interactions with the kid listens to the kid saves people's lives I never really brought into the vibe that he was this morally complex character at all, or like this dubious character. It was yeah. pretty clear to me he was always going to be the good guy. So I'm not sure whether they really landed that anti-hero shtick quite no. as much as they might have wanted with this character. Definitely not. I think it's again probably more lost potential. There was probably more areas to explore those sort of moral questions that we sort of yes. talk about that creates a anti-hero, but you're exactly right. He gets out of cave. He's just trying to get out of that cave and people are attacking <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want him to do? And like his <laughs> exactly, way of yeah. attacking people is, that's the way he attacks people. He's a demi, he's a god or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Um, and the whole time, like, you know, the Justice Society, they come with the agenda to take him down. Yeah. That's also one part I didn't like. Like, I'm like, okay, they, you know, they have it in like one line, something like, we know he's a bad guy because we read some agent scripts. I'm like, yeah. dude, like, you're meant to be, you know, a justice society, wouldn't you actually just try and find out why he's back, what he wants, try yes. to have some empathy and try to understand what he's gone through instead of just be like, we're here to take you down. We're here <laughs> we to, to take you down. I'm like, it's like, this is feeling very unfair. Like, yeah, really, that's right. Um, that didn't go down with me at all. So again, a lot of issues with this justice society and like, yeah, it just didn't, didn't work for me, um, which really took me out of it a lot. <laughs> Hundred percent, man. Um, I find that probably one of the more unforgivable like errors in this film that they were just kind of shoehorned in without like much. Yeah. Thought. And what about the um, like you know they had the antagonist story as well, which oh, I, I did. don't even like. Who is it, Ishmael I, or some guy? Yeah, Ishmael who wanted the crown because he's a part of the ancestry or something like that. The last line um, was it the original king that? who wanted it. That, but that's that's all there was to it. You, that's, that's, yeah. I've, I've I struggle to think of a more generic villain than yeah. this that I've seen in cinema. We have a lot of criticisms of Marvel and stuff, but on the whole, 
their villains are probably yeah. a bit more well-defined than this guy whose only yeah. motivation is that crown, I should be the king of this <laughs> country and so I will make a deal with hell and unleash hell everywhere so that I can rule this one country. Like it is so yes. poorly defined. And we might get to CGI later, but that is yeah, also no, with this we'll... villain is is a real classic. No, yeah, it didn't. I don't know because I don't know if they're trying to, like, you know, they didn't execute it well, but maybe were they trying to play more like, is Black Adam the villain? That kind of mystery side of things? Maybe, but they yes. Failed on that aspect. So there's a shoehorn, this, you know, final guy, you know, this um, Ishmael. Uh, I'm not sure what he was. He was like some demon god or something like that. He got yeah. the powers of the god. A lot of stuff, man, a lot of stuff didn't work. Even like the, um, I wasn't that interested in the whole Black Adam origin story either, like him getting the powers of the different saints and stuff like that. No. I think I would have been, if what you had said before was exploration into that world before we get to yeah. this world. Yeah, yes. Um, rather than just being exposition, you know, dump and like a flashback or something like that. It's it's yeah. really, I think it's especially egregious because this is kind of like an origin story, right? Of it's Black Adam. <clears throat> and compare this to, I don't know, all the other origin stories that we've seen, even the most recent like kind of maybe Batman is one of them, but like Spider-Man or any of those, mm. even Shang-Chi, that they at least have yep. some kind of story and then this thing happens to them and then it's about how they respond to it. You don't really get any of it for Black Adam. His son gets a power, then transfers it to him. His son dies. He's Black Adam. Like there's yep. nothing more to it, right? Like there's not him trying to grapple with the power or even when he's resurrected, try to grapple with the power or figure out his place in the world. There's very little soul yeah. searching at all. So it, it think all that, fails as that kind of origin vibe as well, I think. Yeah, I think the reason, like, after talking about all this, it's like characters in this, there's no one to really latch onto in this movie at all from a character point of view. Yeah. And that's why it falls flat. Like, even some of the Marvel stuff you mentioned, there's a very deliberate sort of person you want to follow along. But Black yes. Adam is so confusing in his journey and his motivations and what he's there for, his history. Yeah. Um, but you're kind of like, okay, you're the rock and what yeah. else? Um, you know, exactly. like you have, you have superpowers are unbelievable. Like, you know, no one can take you down. That's that itself is not great, but yeah, you're, you're, you're invincible. What yeah. else is there to you? Like what? There's nothing. It's very empty. <laughs> that's very right. and, and that's why I also thought like some of the side characters could have been fleshed out more so they could have interesting interactions with Black yeah. Adam. Like the mother character, I forget her name, but she's kind of given a pretty big role at the start of the film and then she kind of just yep. fades away. Like she yep. isn't really relevant. She'll come and say one inspiring thing and then Black Adam will go yep. off and act in the way that she wants. But if you had had a more fleshed out version of her character and have her interacting with Black Adam, like maybe you could have had some interesting kind of lens to, to observe Black Adam through or mm. a hook to understand what Black Adam's going through or just another, yeah, I don't know, down-to-earth personality to explore the idea of Black Adam. But, again, they just yeah. glossed over her character and whatever good work they did in the first half of that movie in terms of building her into a strong freedom fighter rebel person is basically yeah. lost by the end. Yeah, no, I think she could have been the person to really challenge him um, yeah. morally yeah. and ask the questions because yeah. she seemed like a good you know, she was a freedom fighter kind yeah. of character. So yes. she could have been the one to be like, you know, do you not understand, you know, how much you mean to us and what you could do? Does it not yes. mean to you? And yes. make him ponder maybe on the past as the, the person he was back then or something like that. That's Does right. Does matter or not? Um, can he sort of um, resurrect those feelings of, uh, you know, protection that he had back 
before he was yes. abducted or whatever it was. Yeah. Could have done something like that. I think they could have also done, and I, I think this might have been, because the, the two extra characters, um, Atom and Cyclone or whatever she was, like, yeah. um, if they had taken those two characters away and maybe given even more time to just maybe the relationship between Hawkman, um, Hawkman, Fate, and Black Adam to really establish yeah. their dynamic, you know, they could have had a three rib, a three, um, you know, three different perspectives. Like if Hawkman wants to be the morally good, good person, yeah, and then um, Black Adam is, say, for instance, the morally bad person. Let's say whatever. Yeah, like, his intentions are like that because of all that he's been through, which is very yeah. scarring. This, yeah, yeah, Fate that's could have been the one that's like I'm the wiser guy. I've seen everything. You know, yeah. help them both realize neither of them are right, actually. You know, it's somewhere in between. Mm. I could have explored that kind of concept, but it That's I guess right. it would have a little bit, but it wasn't enough, man. It was uh yeah. I don't know. I think I think honestly they spent a lot of time on CGI flying in the air battles. Um yeah. you know, people being thrown through walls and stuff like that. Uh some Shima which didn't land. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's what the main premise of the movie was, man. It didn't really take up more than that. No, that's right. And to finish the kind of random, undeveloped areas of this film, who are this intergang people who have suddenly invaded exactly. this country? Um, yeah. There is no description of <laughs> like who their leader is, how they're financed, and how it is that a country can just be invaded when it has all these natural resources. And no one does anything about this. Like, imagine if Wakanda had been invaded for all of its vibranium. Like, the whole world would be trying to get into that or do something about that. Here we have some random metal called Eternium, and a mercenary group has overtaken an entire country, and Justice Society has just rocked up now and been like, oh, we need to stop Black Adam. It's not even to save the country or whatever. But then, like, like, like again, that's a area you could have explored in this movie. Like, right... Why, like, why not go that path? Like, you know, like, um, when, uh, you know, the, the lady, uh, Adriana, that's her name, she comes and asks, like, you know, where have you been all this time? Are we said it's yeah. why they haven't come, <laughs> you know? That's right. Like, and like, you know, should, should, should Hawkman be feeling guilty for that? Should he take some accountability for this? Should it be fate? Should it be the whole society? What is the purpose if they're meant to be the justice society and they're not really fulfilling that role? I don't 100%. understand what they're there for if they're not <laughs> doing that. Um, and it's something you could have explored. There could have been a reason, like, you know, you know, they were under sanctions or some crap or some something to explore that maybe, maybe politically, at least give us something. Give me some something. That's this right, because nothing. I think there isn't, as you're saying, something to explore there because, I don't know, my mind, maybe I'm too political about these things, but I think of, like, you know, Western countries invading, you know, well, yeah. like, uh, you know, second world countries or whether it's Iraq or African countries for their natural resources and no one yeah. really doing anything about it is this kind of a commentary on that. Mm. And it doesn't even need to go that deep, but it's just, you know, explore the idea of who these people are, um, wh- why they're after the Eternium other than the fact that it's just some strong resource. Also, that Eternium thing is meant to be like Black Adam's kryptonite, right? Like that's kind of <laughs> raised because he gets injured when he gets at the very oh, start, yes, right? Yes. And he has the blue thing like a wound or something. And the but shield. It's right, never ex- at the end. But it's never There's explored like a, again. Yeah, no, the, yeah, like yeah, the shield yeah. as well. He protects the um, that's right. Ishmael protects himself with the shield. So it is like Kryptonite. But I'm not sure how, how yeah. Again. But it's never explored. Like why doesn't everyone yeah. use that against him ever again? Like it's yeah. very weird. Whereas at Superman, literally everyone is trying to use Kryptonite against yeah. him. Like yeah, as his weakness. So again, just an undeveloped or random plot point that is yeah. never picked up again later in the film. Yeah, Which yeah, makes me think that maybe this is just heavily edited. Like they did a couple of yeah. versions of this or it was like a three and a half hour film and they 
cut it down or there's just too many things that are undeveloped that are so obvious to you and I that I just <laughs> wonder if something happened in the background that that's a, made that's them a good cut point. it down. That's a good point. It might have been like, look, we just need something quick and easy. Let's just chuck it out there. Don't worry too much about story. I can't even give this movie credit for being like an establishment piece, like to explore more. Like what? A good point. Is, is there, there's no like world building. Adam, if it's a Black Adam 2, what the heck would that even entail? And why would I even care about it? Because Black Adam 1 did nothing. It's, at least with the, you know, if you're going to say like things that are undercooked or something like that, this is nothing to even start with, to have building blocks for a second movie. It's just, yeah, it was, um, yeah, pretty storyline. This was not very good um, at all. But um, and can I also just quickly, yeah. one final point on that. So much of the hype around this movie was that Superman was going to be appearing at some uh, point or like that was discussed, right? Yes. Um, at some point. And I was like, if if the most exciting part of this film is that another superhero will come to make this whole thing more exciting, you've got a bit of a problem, right? Like if that's what people are hanging out for, the Henry Cavill appearance, which I'm glad to see him back, but mm. if that's what people are hanging out for, you know that you're not really kind of creating a really strong no. lead character in Black Adam in a way, but anyway, that's what he says. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's, um, yeah, look, if I, if I had, if I could change this movie up, I would get rid of the entire Justice Society. Um, oh, totally. And yeah. just, and just have a Black Adam complete story. Well, along with the side characters that he was dealing with, find an yeah. actual, um, villain who actually was maybe did something to him in the past or was, yeah. you know, had something like that, that he can come back and yes. or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or make him like a, make him a real protector, like show that, with that 15 minute world building exercise that you mentioned, make yeah. him like, you know, a part of the people and like the land and like he cares yes. about the, his ancestry and stuff like that. Rather than just be like, yeah, let's just shoehorn all these other characters and this random, you know, uh, bad guys from all over the place that have no really drives or agendas. I don't understand anything. It's, yeah, I would have completely changed it and just said, Rock, go do your Good thing. Point. I can make a movie with you. He, I, he, I, I don't think that he has the appeal. To yes. do a movie by himself. Yeah, he yeah. He didn't show anything. Like he doesn't have that. 100%. Um, but um, let's talk a little bit about the um, other, other, yeah, this is going to be a pretty uh, criticism heavy episode, I think. So if you're <laughs> fans of this, um, do let us know why you liked it because me and Sunny can't really figure it out. I want to talk a little bit about the CGI and the, um, <laughs> the sort of um, action scenes and stuff like that, man. Like, yeah, this. When we talk about generic, man, this, uh, this for me, this really falls in that category. Yeah. It's a lot of flying around in the air, a lot of bodies being thrown. But one thing I want to talk about you, I think you and I both sort of click on this the weird look of DC movies. Um, yes. For me, uh, what uh, I define it as is like, I think it's super high contrast. Like, like the darks, like the shadows look really dark. Um, mm. It's really saturated in some areas. So it, it's even at times hard to watch for me. Like, my, I actually get tired watching. This kind of yeah. um, but there's some kind of aesthetic they're going for, which, at least for me, it doesn't really work that well. And I've noticed this in other movies like Suicide Squad, and um, some other things like they, it's you know, same with one about Marvel sort of CGI's, but the earlier ones at least, it all looked at least subtle and clean and um, not yes. too overbearing, especially in the first three phases. Um, despite yeah. like you know, if they're sort of doing stuff like traveling through space. Or, yeah. um, you know, shrinking down to, like, molecular level or something like that. It all looked, yeah. at least, you know, pleasing to the eye. This is... Yeah. It didn't work for me. How about you? It, 
I feel exactly the same way. And I, the way you described it actually nails what I think I was feeling the whole time because I could never really put my finger on it, but it just, it felt so unreal to me. Like yeah. none of this felt like a real world when it's kind of done in Marvel and other, you know, CGI heavy films, it kind mm-hmm. of feels part of the world you're creating with, you know, yeah. cars flying around or something, something extraordinary thrown in through yeah. CGI, but it doesn't feel like the whole world is constructed of CGI. Whereas with DC yes. films, I felt like yeah. everything is basically CGI, but for maybe the actors doing some things here and there. Like this yeah. city of conduct just felt like a generic CGI city. <laughs> and the only thing of any note is that there's some massive statue there of Black Adam or something. Yeah, um, it, yeah the, the unreality of this CGI took me out of this movie so much. It's so yeah. highly stylized. The colors are just too stark, I think. And yeah. I, I find it painful, to be honest, to watch some of it just because it is a stylistic choice. And as you said, I don't think it, Marvel does it better. And we do have critiques of the way they do it, especially mm-hmm. in the recent phases. But it's just a, a little bit more grounded than this. I just feel like this does not even try and mesh the real world with the CGI world at all. It is just all yeah. artificially constructed. Yeah, you've put it really well. I think that's a really good summary. What we just mentioned there, it is like that. There's, it doesn't feel real. Like, I think I had a note in my thing somewhere, like, this feels like a feels like a computer game or something like that. It feels like, yeah, a, yes. like a simulation. Like, even when they're doing basic things, like interacting in front of, like, a screen, it's looking like it's like a cutscene. But something yeah. weird is happening with them. And, the, yeah, the aerial fight scenes, I don't know why they still do it. It's not entertaining or engaging. It's actually it's quite so dumb. painful. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's, when he punches a guy that goes through three stories of buildings or three yeah. separate buildings, you f- we feel nothing because no. like it, it, it doesn't feel real at all. And then when no. Black Adam gets beaten up by someone and flies through buildings, he gets up without a bruise on his face. Like no. just nothing seems to have any impact, literally and figuratively, on the audience, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the it's, only things that got a reaction out of me was some of the comedy elements to it, a little bit. Like, he was yes. just sort of oh, yeah, throw yeah, a yeah. dude, <laughs> and he just goes flying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of, that sort of, sort of cracked me up a little bit. <laughs> it, it kind of worked. Um, and to be honest, the first action sequence where Black Adam is resurrected and he's beating the hell yeah. out of everyone, I thought that was actually okay. I think I just became yeah. decent, like, the CGI was new enough at that early stage that I was like, oh, that looks amazing. This looks cool. Mm. He's going completely ham on everyone. But then when it's just that same thing over and over again across multiple fight sequences, then it just becomes tiresome. And, you know, we talk about some of the creativity and action sequences of, say, some of the Indian movies we watch, right? There's just none of that here. There's no creativity. It is as generic a fight scene Mm. as you can imagine, I guess. And uh, you could yeah. probably make that criticism of not just the fight scenes, but all of the elements of this movie. It is taking yeah. the most well-known tropes of superheroes and chucking them in and hoping they kind of work together. And it, it kind of doesn't, yeah. but um, the CGI, no. yeah. And I think, like, it's not, it doesn't do them favours that there's so much, like, their superhero fatigue is, is a real thing, man. Like, is a real thing, yes. You know, it's basically like an illness at this point. Like, we're all suffering from it. Um, <laughs> 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 we've, all, we've, we've, we've all got the disease of superhero super fatigue, man. But, uh, <laughs> but essentially, it doesn't help them because, like, a lot of the stuff they're doing is we've, already, we've kind of already seen it and seen it done better. Like, even Dr. Fate's um, illusionary thing, it's like Dr. Strange does it better, man. Like, you know. Oh, mate, like, 100%. 
that was the thing. Like, okay, this was cool with you flying around, but Doctor Strange, it looked better with him in Spider-Man running around in those Inception-like worlds. Um, That's right. Yeah. Can I also just flow on from that? Because I felt so many of these characters are just characters we've seen before, like Adam Smasher. Is he like Ant-Man? He just grows big. Yep. Yep. Um, Is Hawkman just Falcon? Like, are yep. they just the Captain same America. thing? Captain Falcon. And is Cyclone, <laughs> Cyclone like storm kind of thing? Yep. Like she just creates some sort of storm-like event. Yep, yep. And then even their Justice Society plane coming out of the ground, that just X-Men. feels like Professor X's X-Men yep. coming out of the Xavier Institute or whatever. Yep. So even like, and maybe you can't blame them if that is literally what the characters are in the comic books, that they're very yep. similar, but... Even that, I couldn't help but be distracted by how I've seen these people before. And as you said, they've all been yeah. done better, yeah. like in everywhere no, else. I had, so I, <laughs> I had the exact same notes. I was like, "Yep, this is this is even the um, institute they say that looked like Xavier's mansion." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was right, like, yeah. "Okay, this is X Men. Like, all right, you guys ripped this off." Or if it was from the comics, please find another creative way to show it because we've seen everyone's yes, anyone yes. that's seen X Men would have seen. And how many people have seen X Men? It's a huge audience. I've seen that. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Doctor Strange thing came up straight away. I was like, yeah, okay. This is Doctor Strange. Even like this the guy multiple can look bodies. Into the future. Yeah. 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 Looking in the future. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Falcon was like, yeah, you're basically Captain America when he's, you know, Falcon, like in the recent yeah. one. So, yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Cyclone, I had the same storm minus the, you know, storm abilities, just the weak yeah, abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was the Adam guy was like a combination of Hulk and Ant Man, I guess. Oh yeah, Hulk and Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. That's so right. yeah, it's. Uh, I was like, this is. I mean, if you're gonna, if those, if those side characters exist, why not make them something we've not seen before? Like, yeah, you know, there's gonna be someone in the DC. Find a D this character that no one knows about that you know, yeah. has some power that's unique. Um, even if it's kind of corny, at least it's something. At least like, exactly. This, I think the Suicide Squad did that kind of stuff, right? They put in all these random D list characters that just died straight away. But at least yeah, like, yeah. we haven't seen them before. It's interesting. You know? That's right. And you made the observation about how things have been done better elsewhere. Like even maybe visually represent Dr. Yeah. Fate's powers different to uh, Dr. Strange. Like find a different way to show him looking at various exactly. features or having shields or something. Just find a creative way to look at that. And and that just kind of goes <sighs> to my general criticism that this is a bit uninspired and just lacking in a bit of creativity, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's very generic yeah. in many sense. Finishing off on the CGI point, can we just discuss the villain? That guy Ugh. in his demon outfit was as horrible a CGI figure as yeah. I've seen. He's basically just a red dude with horns and like a <laughs> pentacles thing, pentacles thing drawn on his shirt, on his chest. Yeah. And the best thing he did was die fairly quickly. Like there was, yeah, he yeah. was so generic and it, it, it felt almost like a troll how bad he looked. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, he was um he was uninspiring in everything he did, uh, from the way he looked <laughs> to to his powers to um you're right, like the even like, you say he died quickly, even the way he died, that wasn't the best look, man. Like oh, it, torn it, in half. Torn apart, but it looked like a really cheap, like fire of flames coming out. Like yes. um, yeah, I guess at that point they probably already spent like you know 180 million dollars on CGI at this point, so they're probably like, yeah, let's just you know, <laughs> let's just put some Microsoft Paint or something like that. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Microsoft Paint. <laughs> at that stage, I was like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't great, man. I didn't enjoy it. In fact, I would have even it would have been better if you didn't even exist. Like it was just they should have just made yeah, like Adam, 
the, the villain and met him at Antigua at the end or something like that. Like, yes, you know? that could have worked. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have made him even more badass. It should have made him like he's going to take revenge on everybody in the world or something like that. And then if yeah. that's the case, then introduce freaking, you know, justice society and get all the people you have to because there's a reason for it. You know, yeah. um, it's yes. the end of the world, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not, 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 not too good at that point, man. Um, going to ask you the hardest question probably on this podcast, man. What were some of the highlights of this movie? <laughs> if highlights were- of the- Look, I... I think look, that first action sequence was done pretty well, I thought. I thought yeah. that was entertaining. The I think the best thing this film did was it just kept moving forward. No matter it yeah. didn't make sense sometimes, but it just kept moving forward at a breakneck speed, just new things yeah. being thrown at Black Adam. And if all you would want in a film going experience is just some dumb action, then this might work for some people. You and I, we think a bit more deeply about movies or we expect a little bit more of movies nowadays, I think. And, yeah. and so I think maybe we've got criticisms, but maybe if all you want is The Rock being super powerful and beating the crap out of everyone, then maybe this film is is going to work. The comedy, look, I didn't love it, but I thought it, was, it had its funny moments and The Rock delivered them well enough. Mm. Um, I think... Pierce Brosnan did a solid job, I thought. Like he was yeah. he his his death made me feel something at least. Yeah, if that I Hawkman agree. guy had died, I would have been like, I don't know yeah. you. Like it, it would have mattered <laughs> very little to me. But Pierce Brosnan had a kind of gravity to his character, even though he wasn't on screen. Like he felt like he was a wise guy. And it made me kind of hang on to the words that he was saying. So I thought he did mm. a fairly solid job in this film. Um and I thought that opening sequence with the historical ancient Kandak city, like visually yeah. that had like kind of a almost 300 Zack Schneider vibe to it with yes, that monochrome yes. vibe. And I, I thought that was like visually quite interesting and probably one of the more creative things they did. So look, I, I think this film has some things going for it, but it's just, I think falls flat on so many key things that I yeah. just, I struggle with it. Here, here's something for you, do you think that nowadays, because Marvel did so well in its earlier phases, that we now expect a little more of superhero films than just kind of mm. dumb action? We kind of expect a fairly decently formed main character yep. with some clear motivations. We want some side characters who aren't just fillers, but who are funny, but add something to the plot as well. We want a basically decently defined villain who has some yeah. motivations, even if at the end of the day, all they want to do is have all the power and take over the world, that there's something more to them than that. And like some dialogue that isn't too cliched or some, you know, mm-hmm. interesting concepts, even if they aren't completely explored very well. Like I expect that almost as a base level of superhero yeah. films now. And most films do that. And I just feel like this didn't always hit, even achieve some of those base yeah. level things, but I don't know. Maybe we should not expect all of those things, and just dumb, yeah. dumb action might just work sometimes. But yeah. it, I mean, there's no denial that you know what Marvel did with the Infinity Saga definitely lifted, raised the bar for superhero movies. Yes, know, what yes. we think of them because before then, like, like one thing I'll never forget is, um, I think it was Kevin Feige. I think I might have mentioned this to you before, but like Kevin Feige. I think when he talked about the movie Batman and Robin, the horrible, the horrible yeah, movie yeah. with um, yes, oh, I forgot the director's name, the, the George Clooney one. Um, yeah. What do you call it? 
he said that um, that movie was the biggest influential point because that's the point when like they all sat down and said, we cannot let this happen ever again. And it took like, <laughs> it took like 10 years for them to make another superhero movie, I think, or something like that. But that was the birth of Iron Man essentially because yes. it was like the motivation to never do anything as bad as that ever again. Exactly. So, yes. You know, they definitely raised the bar um, and obviously things are completely different to back, like, you know, back then that was a completely different movie and all. Yeah. 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 Good, yeah. good, um, good for its own, good, um, good, good in its own bad way. But yeah. um, <laughs> essentially, no, you do have a good point. Like I do think if this movie came out, you know, doing maybe phases one to three of, you know, Marvel, it might've been like, all right, cool. It's a nice little spin off. You know, something a bit yeah. different. Um, but like, I do think like they have opportunities here to do things which Marvel aren't doing. And in some ways, that's more my, if I'm going to say some positives, that's some of my things. Like at least there's, there's no way you can say there's any agenda behind this or any yeah, uh, true, politics true. or anything like that. It seems like a pretty yeah. clean cut movie that's meant to be for action. I wish if it was like an action movie, they were a bit more creative with it because I love action, but this is not for me. This is no. generic as hell. Like this is not, yeah. like, you like action that's creative, like, you know, like a John Wick or some of the Indian movies we've seen that yeah. have a lot of um, different, you know, approaches to editing and, um, you know, fight sequences, whether it's hand-to-hand versus you know, big explosions versus whatever you want to do. It's different. But yeah, yeah I did like at least that they didn't go down that direction. I True. thought the twist yeah. wasn't too bad. Actually, oh, I didn't yeah, see yeah. that coming. Like I I didn't see that. And um one point you mentioned about I think like it moves around along at a fast pace. I think I got all the questions I had, all the criticisms I had around like just just society and what Black Adam's purpose was. I just forgot about it by the second half. Because <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah, like yeah. Whatever, just continue on. Just okay, continue on. Yeah, okay, there's a crown there. You're turning into the bad guy now. All right, now what? You guys got to team up. Okay, now what? Like, it sort of kept moving along. It kept moving along, least, that's right. Um, at a good pace. And it was funny just seeing The Rock kept defying everything that, <laughs> you know, Hawkman and um, Bane and stuff were trying to tell him to do. So I, I love that the Justice Society just complete, gets owned every time by Black <laughs> they, they, like, come back and go, don't do this. They get beaten up. And then they come back and go, definitely don't do this. And they get beaten up again. It's oh, man, they, they get owned so bad that they imprison him and then they have to release him to save them. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how bad, that's how much they suck. They, 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 they imprison the guy that has to save them in the end. Like, why don't you just, you know, Mr. Fate, you have the powers of rigging the future, right? Why don't you just realize that the only person that can take this guy down is to Adam, then bring him, bring him back. Like, like you don't imprison him for Christ's sake. Don't let him get oh, imprisoned. Um, how humiliating. No That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Make, make no, no, no sense. Um, before we sort of move along, man, to our D-scale, I do want to touch on a little bit. We've mm. already touched on this, but let's just talk about it, man. DCEU. What, what, what the hell? Like, we're not, we're, like, we're not huge DC, yeah. you know, fans. Like, Probably, you know, we don't recognize all of these characters. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat as us. They don't recognize a lot of these characters. Um, yeah. So, you know, I can't say that I'm as well-versed in the DC world as I am the Marvel world. Um, mm. The reason I am well-versed in the Marvel world is because mostly because of movies. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Um, so, but man, what do you think they, like, what are they trying to do? Because we've seen, you know, the movies we've seen recently, the Batman, I don't even know how to even compare this movie with this. It's in the same no. universe, but. What? That, that's completely different. We talked about um, Suicide Squad um, before from the uh, the recent one with uh, Ed, Idris Elba and yeah. you know, all that crew. Like, does that fit into this at all? Like, are they they're, they're separate from the Justice Society? They're like a they're like a rebel team or something like that. Um, well, it, it, what are they it's doing? In, I don't. It's un, I 
I'll second your point that I'm not following much of what's happening in the DCEU because I know it's very complicated and it seems like they've had a lot of stop starts Mm. or like rebranding because their initial stuff didn't work so well, which is fine because they need to go in a new direction. But I'm just not sure what the bigger picture is, if there is kind of like a bigger picture at all in the works here or are they literally just going from movie to movie and figuring it out as they go because I, I've struggled to see a greater narrative than just what's in an individual story. Yes, Superman rocks up at the end of this, but is yeah. is there some broader plan here of them fighting one another or, or teaming up in the future? Um, on the Suicide Squad, I think it's interesting because the Amanda Waller, the Viola Davis character, Locks up at the very start of this, and she's in Suicide Squad because she kind of commands them. But why is she also commanding the Justice Society? I don't understand the connection between uh, those two groups of people and how Amanda Waller's responsibility kind of cuts across both of those because Justice Society seemed like a pretty clear-cut good group of people, like traditional good guys, whereas Suicide Squad seemed like a bunch of rogue units who will do whatever it needs to be done, yeah. like they're genuine anti-heroes, I guess. Um, so I don't really understand her role. So I'm a little bit confused and because there is no narrative that appears to be forming in all of these movies, it makes it hard for me to buy into any of this. Yeah. So literally you are convincing me to watch each film as it comes out, whereas with Marvel it's kind of created enough credibility that I will just watch the next thing because yeah. I know it's kind of building up to something. Noted we have some criticisms of phase four at the moment, <laughs> but like at its peak, it was mm. kind of doing, um, it, it kind of automatically drew me in because we knew there was a broader narrative and we trusted the process behind it. Yeah. Um, and I think the one other thing I would say is like DCEU, this surely is a golden opportunity to like knock Marvel yeah. off its perch because it's Marvel's not been doing great as of late. And so there is an opportunity to do something unique in DCEU world and it's a little bit disappointing that what they've done is as generic a film as you can get and there's really nothing new to it and maybe there's an argument that DCEU is just kind of giving the people what they want and you know mm-hmm. you've read out the box office scores and they're doing well so maybe they can put this as a success but for me it's not really doing enough to make me be a repeat customer of their stuff unless I see the next trailer and it's really really interesting so yeah. I'm confused as you are, and I'll just have to play it by ear as to whether I watch the next instalment of the DCU franchise. Yeah, no, it confuses me because, like, aside from even just like you know the narrative and the um, characters reoccurring and stuff like that, like they're so different visually and they're so different, like, like even tone wise. Like, you can't compare. At least with the earlier Marvel movies, they all had you know sock sanded things they do. You know, yeah. um, you know, some good character development, some good message. I'm talking about phases one to three, um, you know, some, you know, some, so some good message, bit of comedy here and there, um, which was actually, you know, enjoyable and stuff like that. Like at least they all felt like they were part of the same unit. Like, you yeah, even, good point. I can't even, like, Black Adam doesn't sit anywhere with this, but yet Superman rocks up. So the Superman also exists in the Batman movies that we saw. Is he going to rock up there? Like, is he, is he just too high for Batman right now? But they're pretty connected from the comics from what I understand. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's um one thing like I don't know. I think James Gunn is taking over the reins, which I'm I don't know. It it it's a thing. I'm I I mean I like James Gunn 
as a director of the Guardians of the Galaxy. But aside mm-hmm. from that, look, man, he's kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, he's kind of unhinged, it seems like, because Suicide Squad was, as I know everyone loved that movie, but for me, it just felt like it was too all over the place. Um, yeah. It needed yeah. to be reined in a bit more, which, you know. Yes, yes. The one-time Marvel is probably good for that. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to change anything. Maybe just having one person, like a Kevin Feige kind of person, to just Yeah, shit. okay. Might be better, but like, is Henry? I mean, Henry Cavill is a great Superman. Like, I uh, think yeah, he's actually I mean, one like of the better, him, yeah. yeah, actors um, in the whole franchise. But like, what are they like? I, I just don't know. Um, I don't know what to make out of it, and it makes me not care like at all <laughs> to yes. really, you know, what they're going to do next because it's like, so what? <laughs> That's right. I think with Marvel, like, you're always curious about what's next right that we're hopeful that the next thing will be really great and it will make sense of everything else that's gone before it or take it in a really interesting direction with this i'm like i don't know what's next i'm not sure that i care what's next it's yeah Yeah. i feel like they just haven't done a good job in creating a narrative around this and it's maybe that they're still finding their feet which is disappointing after Mm -hmm. however many years they've had to work on this stuff but it's yeah to me it seems like somewhat Marvel's formula has not been overcomplicated in the first ones, right? Thanos, yeah. that's your North Star. He's going to yeah. be coming at some time. Good point. Work yeah. all these movies till they're, you know, yes. there's going to be bits and pieces. The Infinity Stones are going to have some impact. They're sort of doing it again, not as good as before, but at least we know, even, you know, we know that Kang is there. Like, at least yeah. we, DC, what, who's there from the start? I don't know what's even happening with, like, who's the main bad guy in DC Comics in general? Um, yeah. I'm not as yes. well versed, but, you know, I wasn't well versed in Marvel before I saw. Um, you yep. know, the first Avengers and I saw Thanos in that post credit scene. So yep. DC have not done a good job of getting new people on board either onto their properties. Okay. Um, yeah, it'll be confusing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not like looking out to watch the next DCU product, but no. look, if it's, if, if it does what the Batman does and creates a good individual experience, I'm happy to go along with it. This just yep. throws me off completely. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's, let's move on. I don't think this is going to be, they're not going to be too much um, climax for this one, man. That D scale for this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Go for it, man. Where does this on your D scale? Look, I'm not going to – I've criticized it a lot. I think it it does the bare minimum as a movie, so I'm going to give this the lowest possible defendable. I might change yeah. my mind. The lowest possible defendable. <laughs> yeah, no, Mostly because I love The Rock. Let's just go. Yeah, look, I, I know we criticize it a lot, but I think we criticize it from a very critical yes. level. And like you know, yes. um, we, we had issues with the plot, we had issues with the character development. Um, not so much, a little bit with the acting in some cases, not so much with the acting. Yeah, uh, but overall, the feel of the movie. But look, I didn't hate this movie. No, you know, like I like no. I, it didn't make me angry. It didn't offend me no. or anything like that. Um, I it didn't, didn't overstay its welcome. Two hours. Yeah, that's, true. that's all yeah, it was, right? That's all. That's was, two hours. Yeah. yeah, I watched it and I, you know, I enjoyed some parts of it enough. Like I, I was confused by it, but I wasn't ever <laughs> so angry that I want to turn it off or anything like that. And you're right, that's right. Fuck himself, whatever he's doing, even even playing this role was enough to sort of get me to like this enough. So I'm probably on the same boat. It's I don't want to say it's a disaster. It's not. Yeah. It's a disaster. Something I would probably hate. Um, yes. You know, or something like that, but this is probably a low level defendable. Like it's if you, it's a kind of movie that look. If it honestly, if it was on TV or something like that, and I was like having lunch and it was just playing in the background, 
And it yep. was maybe the second half. Maybe I hundred percent. Yes. Maybe I'll just keep it on and watch it till the end because it, yep. it is engaging enough. It keeps you engaged, especially on the second yes. half with the action scenes and stuff like that to see what's happening. Um, Agree. So yeah, probably a low level defendable. Um, wouldn't if you you know I wouldn't rush to go and see in cinema if you even no. can do that. I wouldn't recommend to buy this on DVD or anything like that. But look, it'll it'll hit up Amazon or Netflix or something like that in a couple of months. So just watch it. Hundred <laughs> percent agreed. Yeah, cool, man. Well, this has been a very interesting conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a very interesting one. I'm happy to talk about this movie because I think it had a lot of you. You, you like learn a lot from these movies. <laughs> yes, to, you know, it's a good what, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you you're after and what makes a good movie? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You learn a lot and you realize what could have been done and you you know plan and think what could have been done, but look. Yeah, like all movies, there's probably other things that happened that we didn't know about. So. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been a great one. And um, like always, Sunny, an absolute pleasure. And we'll catch you on the next one. one. Looking forward to it. See you guys. That's right.